Death Watch. Welcome back to Cradle of the World, a Dungeons and Dragons 3.5 campaign by Death Watch Productions. I am Brandon, the Dungeon Master, and we return to our heroes in the midst of a battle. More accurately, the beginning of a battle. <laughs> they teleported to the rock stables to rescue their rocks from the swamp crone. But when they confronted her, it became unclear whether she was an enemy or not. She urged the heroes to protect her, and a puddle of ooze slid under the large front door, and four humanoid creatures formed out of that puddle. And these are the humanoid uh, ooze creatures that they had seen outside the door. There was a giant with them, banging on the door, trying to get through, and it looks like they finally just uh, decided to um, just slide underneath of it, and... So that's where we are, and it'll be Rohan's turn now to start this battle. But first, we'll introduce our players, starting with Chris. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Casimir, and I am deeply sorry for last week's metagaming. <laughs> Potentially. We don't know. She might not be an evil crone. That's all I'm saying. Sorry. Go for it, Travis. <laughs> I'm Travis. I'm playing Graham, the hero of the sea, and... I am happy to see more slime-type enemies. <laughs> Yay! Less dice to roll is always fun. Um, I'm Rohan, Hero of the Sky, and I'm just hoping that the woman that I brought to save our rocks doesn't kill them. I'm John, playing Fenrith, Hero of Fire, and every time Graham introduces himself, I feel that he's really saying he's going to be the hero of the story. Which is true. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the subtext. Okay, Rohan, we'll start with you. So you, um, you all have the map. I'm looking for it. Yeah, What's what it, called? it called? All of you shall now be ashamed of yourselves. I have it. ashamed of our actions and deeds. It's called barn. I'll share it with you. Yeah, there's. Thank you. Barn upper floor and barn lower floor. Thank you. Wrong, or there's something not? along those lines. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong or stable, <laughs> stable <laughs> upper and. Uh, right. So it looks like I've got the archer targeted. So yeah, I'm gonna focus on the archers at the back towards the door, and do archer it. v archer. Yeah, the artillery must fight each other. Those were some horrible yeah, rolls. Yeah, they were. Well, you got a miss and three hits. So what are you complaining about? Not good enough. Then I rolled a one, three, four, seven. That's right. real spooky. Um, yeah, I still got the fire damage from Casimir's spell, so. Ooh. Yeah. It's three arrows sink into it. One, I don't know, explodes as it's leaving my bow or something. Yeah. All right, so yeah, three arrows um, slam into that ooze. And they kind of like stick in and then slowly like start falling lower in its body. <laughs> Drifting around inside. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Does it look like it's doing any damage to him? Well, I mean, not that you can tell. It, it sticks in him, but there's no nothing else to indicate to you that it okay. did damage or not. All right. Uh, yeah, that's my turn. I'll move. Give up my turn. There All we right. go. And that'll bring us to Graham. So, Graham, you had come down that ladder down into um, a, a stable section that 
is just generally used for supplies. And so um, from where you are, you can't see this stuff taking place, but you can hear. No, you can't. I mean, it's too loud, but you can see that green light flashing okay. out there. Well, I will move up. This is a like a gate. Like no, it's it's not there. Oh, it's there's nothing little, there. Yeah, that's what I found when I was doing right. the map. So, well, I'll move up to that corner and get a peek around. As I move up, I will ready my wand of magic missiles in my offhand. Okay. What do you what do you think's going on over there? Yeah, so you can see as you get to that corner that the um, the old woman uh, Lasseri is. Uh, in, enveloped in this greenish glow and tendrils of it are wrapped around all, all of the rocks. Um, and then you see what I've described before where that whatever had affected the rocks has, um, seems to be accelerating. And then you have uh, Rohan standing next to her firing at some uh, humanoid creatures down by the door. You can tell from here that they're made of ooze. Okay. Well, I'll get in on that and use my standard action to activate the wand of magic missiles. Get my use magic device out there. So I got 26. I believe the DC is 20. Yes. I think you're right. And here is the damage. Why did it only roll one? Did and all... you did damage to yourself. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Sounds right. You have yourself targeted? I do. What a fool. Uh, let me do that again. So what was that? Four damage that it gave you? Uh, three. 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 Okay, so you fix your hit points there. And there's the other. It's supposed to be two missiles in, in one go, but okay, uh, something happened to it. So, And then that's it for me. You broke right. it, didn't you, Graham? I, I did, and I'm starting to suspect that maybe something happened to the magic missiles over the last couple of weeks, because I remember you were struggling with one of yours, too. Yeah, it wasn't doing damage, right? All know. things change over time. <laughs> and then Fenrith, that'll bring us to you. So you can see there's still that large puddle on the floor, um, but there's the, the four in front of you. And I fixed it so the whole room is bathed in a green light. You should be able to see that now. Mm -hmm. And I five foot to here. Yes. And then I will attack uh, Ooze Fighter 1 with all of my might, including... We have haste still, right? With uh, You cast it on this? Yeah. Okay. I recast it at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. All right. Four hits. So flurry of slashes, stabs. Go ahead and roll damage. I forgot I was hasted. I should have had an extra shot. All right, so you step forward and you do a flurry of slashes and, um, you know, slicing all the way through this thing in multiple places. And then instead of holding its form, it just um, melts into a puddle. Uh-oh. Oh, that's Graham. Okay. Just making sure it's working right. Just blasting things with force again. (laughs) (laughs) That'll end mine. That's some impressive damage there. All right, Casimir. All right, I'll charge 
uh, that ooze that's, uh, I guess, next to John, or Ogre Ooze Archer 2. <laughs> oh, well, wrong one. That one. The, the fighter? Okay. Fighter? Yeah. So I'll charge that, and I'll attack it. Oh, I forgot to power attack, but oh well. Uh, that's my turn. All right. Yeah, so you charge forward and hit for 22 damage. And then, um, so this uh, archer here <clears throat> will fire at you, Fenrith. Okay. And it's got a long bow, and so it um, I'll ask fires nicely not to. Fires three arrows at you, um, but all of them, you know, impact harmlessly on your armor, <clears throat> and they sort of compact and then uh, liquefy, drop to the ground. And, and then uh, this other archer will also fire at you uh, with three arrows. No. And uh, plead it, with him not to. They're not able to do any damage. They just impact harmlessly on your armor there. And then this fighter will attack you, Casimir. All right. So he's got his long sword, this black ooze long sword. And uh, he slashes at you. Um, he'll do a full attack on you as well. So three slashes with his sword. Uh-oh. So a miss, a miss, and a miss. Uh -huh. And then it, any of, <laughs> and then it rolls the miss chance, mm. which doesn't matter because all of his attacks missed. So, <laughs> all right. And at this point, um, that large puddle f forms up to a massive giant. I'm seeing one hit there, though. You are? Yeah. Yeah. Attack. Was second attack, 23. That's showing a miss for me. Is it because of the mischance, which it's not affected by? Let's My AC is 19 right now. That's what I got it set at because of the charge. At 18? 19. Okay. So it rolled a 23. Hit. Mischance. Oh, I see. I'm seeing mischance. Okay. So, yeah. So, one hit on you there. All right. One hit on you. So, I'll yeah. roll the damage um, but it, first. Shat do you have your shadows up? It doesn't matter because it's all oh. uh, mind affecting and these things are oh, okay. uh, blind sense. There. <laughs> uh oh. Fenrith, you got competition. Getting to a uh, flex off. All right. Casimir, 20 damage from this sword strike. Hmm. Um, you know, as it, as it slices into you, you can, you can feel the familiar acid feeling that oozes are known for burning your skin. Then this giant appears, um, out of this, uh, puddle sort of forms up and becomes this, uh, massive 20 foot tall giant wielding a, uh, a morning star that's like the size of, well, Larger than one of you, for sure. And it'll take a swing at Fenrith with this Morningstar. But uh, its attack glances off your shield. And then that will bring us to uh, Lasseri. And she is still doing that odd and disquieting uh, chanting with two different voices. Um, so it sounds like um, she's, she's doing her chants and then... A second, a split second later, her voice still is speaking something totally different. It's very unsettling. But, oh, there it is. The green glow and these 
um, tendrils of it that are bathing the rocks continue and stay in place. And then, uh, Rohan, back to you. Okay. I'm going to step up and forward a little bit here to get a better line of sight on Ooze Archer out the giants and put and see if I can finish this archer off. There's that. And then my haste attack. All right. So you've got four or three hits there. Three hits or four. Don't forget your haste. Yeah. You got a hit, a hit, a hit, a miss and a hit. Okay. So four, two, three, four. All right. So you put four more arrows into this thing. And now you can see that the uh, surface around the wounds is not stitching together as quickly, um, though it does, and pushes the arrows out. But um, it's more slow than it has been in the past. Okay. Um, yeah, that'll be my turn. Graham hiding in the corner. Filthy oozes. <laughs> On to Graham. <laughs> we hates them. Okay, Graham. Um, so your move, you can see all this taking place. Graham, do a spot for me, please. Okay, so you're looking down this way, and uh, you watch all this taking place, and you got your wand pointed down there, and just... By chance, who knows, um, a glint of the green light off of some metal somewhere catches your eye. And so you look up and at the ceiling, you know, 30 feet above where one, where one of the skylights is. And you can see uh, ooze coming through that skylight. Looks like, like the T-1000 when it moves out of the helicopter window. It's like a big right. glop of ooze. It's hard to say how much it is Go at ahead. this point, but... Going to drop down. We'll all aim at it. It would it would drop down pretty much right next to you. What if it you know when it when, if it falls straight down it would be pretty close to you. Well then I'll have a little bit of a move, come up here behind Fenris. Okay. And then I'll if I, <laughs> do I still have an angle to uh, aim my wand at it and shoot it, or did I lose sight of it from there? Yeah, this you would lose sight of it here. Okay. Well, you know, maybe I, can I reverse it, shoot, and then move? Yeah. Okay. So I'll shoot my wand at him. I don't have a target, though. Well, um, yeah, it's fine. You don't need one. So you uh, just roll the damage for me, and I'll apply it. It's going to be a lot. You know how these magic missiles work. Nah. Okay. Six points. And uh, when I get up to Fenrith, I'll, I'll say, like, we got him coming through the ceiling, the skylights. Is there a skylight above us? Yeah. As uh, if I look up there, do I see something? Because he no. was at the other <laughs> skylight. <laughs> yeah. So I'll look up, and not see anything. <laughs> like, what the hell is he? <laughs> what is he talking about? Well, they were coming through. I don't see him. <laughs> That'd probably be kind of annoying because this giant's like hammering on your shield at the same time. Fenris, I'm right behind you. <laughs> Need to get uh now, now I'm a little worried though. Uh telepathically Andy? telling us that they're coming through the vents. <laughs> and you've got him flanked too, so mm-hmm. Wow, Fenrith, your arteries sure are big in this form. <laughs> <laughs> so many caps in your armor. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's that, Graham's turn, turn yeah. and now we'll go to Fenrith. 
All right, I will uh, unleash a full attack on the ooze giant after telling Graham that I don't see anything coming through the skylight. It was there just a second ago. You gotta believe me. All right, so four hit. Four of your attacks hit. And uh, so you're slicing into this giant's chest. And, uh, you know, um, ooze and slime is splattering all over you. Uh, But it's still standing. I mean, you can see the damage repair itself almost immediately, like cutting into jello. Um, But anything else for your turn? Uh, Nope. That's going to be it. Okay. All right. And then um, then you can see, Graham, you know, because you're keeping an eye back there, that that slime drops to the ground back here where sort of right in the center pretty much, up close to where you were standing. Now he'll tell Casimir, and then uh, and as that it, thing will go into the one of the stalls right before he <laughs> looks. <laughs> yeah, as it lands, it forms up into one of those obelisks um, that you guys had seen before when you were protecting the, the, the temple grounds. Mm. 15-foot-tall obelisk-like pillar of utter blackness. I think I like those ones better. Dark sides reflect back distorted images of the scene. Um, So that drops down to the ground there, and that'll be its turn. So then, Casimir, we come to you. Alrighty. Alright. So I will... uh, Let's full attack the guy in front of me. Okay. And I will minus... I think I can only minus up to eight. Minus eight on my attack. And add it to my damage. Uh, so there's the non-haste. And then the haste attack. We got misses. Yes. Uh, Looks like we've got three misses here. All right, that's my turn. All right. Um, this archer is going to take some more shots at uh, Fenrith. Three more shots come your way. Let's see what I've done. One second here. All right, here we go. All right, Fenrir, three slime arrows shoot towards you. Um, uh, Only one of them manages to get past your armor and sink into your skin and do... um, Let's see. That's wrong, but we'll do this. Let me take that away real quick. That did uh, two damage to you. Let me take that off. Good thing it wasn't evil slime. Yeah. So, the actual damage, um, uh, 21, but you resist it down to 11, but there's some acid along with it, so that's what does the extra damage Uh, from that arrow that sticks through. And then uh, this second archer will follow suit. Let me get this set up right. So, from this one, we have um, misses. All these arrows can't get past your armor. And now, Casimir, this uh, this one will do a full attack on you. All right. This fighter in front of you. <clears throat> Ooh. Oh, missed chances. I was going to say what's all them dang guys. <laughs> all right. So what's two hit? We got a hit, a hit, and a miss. And then for the missed chances, doesn't matter. Make some hits. And then, um, yeah, so two hits. All right. So we'll do some damage here. Ouch. 21 damage from that first slice, and then 
19 from the next stab. And the giant then will do a full attack against you, Fenrith, with his gargantuan morning star. Let me get fix this. All right. So then um, three attacks. The first two cling harmlessly off your shield, but the last one hits you. And that does 23 damage to you. Is it that applied to Casimir, not me? Yeah, I rolled the wrong Thanks one. Thanks for Sorry. taking that damage for me. <laughs> no problem. I got your back, man. Um, when it hits, though, I'll also unleash my inflict serious wounds from the breastplate. Let me fix that there. All right. Now we'll do the right damage to you, John. So 40 damage resisted down to 30. And then you release that inflict serious wounds and did 25 damage to the giant. Yep. All right. And then... That brings us to her. So, Lassari, she continues her chanting. But you can see, Rohan, you're kind of close to her that, uh, you know, she looked ancient before, but now she looks even more so haggard. Sweat drips from her brow. Her eyes are heavy, as if she's getting tired. But she manages to keep keep going. And uh, that brings us to you, Rohan. Okay. <clears throat> Did I notice Graham shooting magic missiles at this thing or that there is a black obelisk behind me yeah when i'm glancing back or yeah okay so i'll take a five foot i'll turn take a five foot step backwards to face it it's not gonna let me target it oh right let me there we go okay yeah uh and then i'll begin shooting arrows at it this is one of those ones that has like the eyes swirling around in it right um I mean, no. It was that the black slime. That, yeah, that was okay. the other one. Okay, but yeah, I'll try and find some good places to put some arrows and start okay. shooting them into it. All of your arrows sink into this thing. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. All right. So yeah, arrow after arrow being sent into this mass of darkness uh okay so i'm still seeing fire damage yeah i've got another seven arrows left and then i'll be out of of the fire arrow okay thing that uh casimir all right anything else nope that that'll be it so all right so you can see your arrows slam into it and disappear <coughs> somewhere inside of it um and then the Ooze closes over the wound there. Graham, your turn. All right, I'll <clears throat> magic missile the new ooze, or the one that dropped down, for big six. Mm -hmm. And then I'll move up behind Rohan this time. And I'll free action say, Rohan, I'm here. <laughs> Roll your spot and listen, Justin. <laughs> I can already feel the dagger <laughs> sliding into my liver. I don't have flanking yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess I could flank up with the... Yeah. Even though technically oh, she's not... If I get flanking, then we'll know she's against us. It's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else for you? No, turn? that's it for me. Uh, All right. The intentions of an enemy 
by stabbing your friends. <laughs> I'm trying to, that brings us to you. I'm trying to game the system, Rohan. <laughs> I'll tell Casimir, is, uh, you got to you got to hold out for just a just a little bit. <laughs> I've almost so you got can this see <laughs> on Fenrith on your turn, you can see more ooze um sliding under the door. This one's bubbling as it goes. Um maybe not. <laughs> it's okay. My reply is to vomit up a kidney. It just dangles out of my mouth. <laughs> All right. You're just barely over half dead. <clears throat> I know. I forgot I was the healer. I will. <laughs> as I'll, I'll keep going on this giant. Another reason why we should all take uh, some sort of divine caster yeah. at least once. That way we could get on that spell list. All right. So your attacks all hit. That was the crit, right? <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I'll, I'll um, half it. As dead as slime can be. Got him. Okay. And then I'll I'll five foot up and uh tell Casimir to start start moving uh back just a little bit. Alright, so yeah, this um giant just sort of liquefies and slops down onto the floor there with little bits of it flopping and splattering all over the place. And you step forward. Is that it for your turn? Yeah. Okay. So this one that you'd seen coming underneath the door, um, that one just uh, stays in its puddle form and keeps moving forward. Um, so you will need to make a fortitude save for me. Got a 30. Okay. So you will take... Let's see. How do we do this? All right, so damage reduction raft on oozes. Can't, can't <laughs> hurt you if you're on a raft. <clears throat> so we'll have it target you. Even though I guess that might not have been ooze. That might have been more of an oil slick type ooze. I guess it's, it's all kind of the same, right? right? Yeah. And then you made your fort save, so it would do six damage to you. So we'll take six away there and put you there. Yeah, so this is flowing like a thick, muddy water uh, through your space there. Um, and it will come to a stop right here. And that would be its turn. This black obelisk um, starts moving forward towards you, Rohan. Now, um, Casimir, that'll be your turn. All right. I don't know how much I feel about backing up like John wants me to. Now that we got ooze behind us. So I'll full attack the guy in front of me. I'll minus five and add it to my defense. Uh, there's the first two. And here's the haste one. Still misses, huh? Well, one hit, one miss, and another miss. All right. So one hit. There's the one. Okay. And I'll five foot to there. <laughs> All right. So you step back there. And uh, that brings us to the archer. 43. And one ooze looks like E.T. with a melted candle on his head. You guys see it? Which ooze? And the one right behind John. The bubbling ooze. <coughs> bubbling ooze. Yeah. I think it's 
an ooze going across a brick floor, and the bricks look like E.T.'s face, and the ooze looks like a melted candle. I can kind of see it. I think Travis is just nodding to... Well, I want to appease. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta let Casimir have his beliefs before I kill him. <laughs> <laughs> beliefs the only thing that'll keep him going until then. <laughs> All right. So this is Archer steps um, forward onto this puddle of where the dead giant. Uh-oh. And it, too, liquefies and joins that puddle. Hmm. That's not good. I disagree. When in doubt, time for fire. And that brings us to this other archer who does the same. Fireball time? Yeah, John's mm -hmm. resistant, so I'm not too worried. Go for it. Yeah. And then um, this fighter that you backed away from, it, it also takes a step over and liquefies. And then this giant shoots back up out of that puddle. And uh, it seems, um, you know, before it was like 20 feet, it's probably 25 feet tall now. And uh, just seems a little bigger, a little stronger. And it, um, immediately will take a swing at you, Fenrith, with its gargantuan morning star. No. I you will do shrink not. into a puddle of ooze then, thereby defeating its attack. <laughs> All right, so yeah, it takes a massive overhead swing at you with this Morning Star and gets a hit, and does thirty-five resisted down to twenty-five damage to you. And Lassari is still chanting, or let's see, still chanting. Her voice is still strong, although it seems like the second voice is coming along a little later than it was before she still stands strong and the glow still envelops her and the rocks Rowan. all right so i'm going to do another full round attack at this obelisk that's coming in with the haste as well all right so we've got all hits okay i've got three arrows left with the fire damage on it so well after this round how many more rounds is that Haste have should be getting close. Um, four le left for him. Okay, well, it should be for all of us. Well, yeah. Um. All right. So you send these uh, arrows flying, and they all stick into this obelisk, and then it sort of expands a bit, and then pops, okay. and uh, melts right. into a puddle on the floor. I finally killed something this season. I was I hoping I'd get it with that magic missile. <laughs> I, know, the last. I was kind of <laughs> expecting it. Um, and then after I see that thing drop, I'm going to turn and step between Lasari and this bubbling ooze. Which doesn't <laughs> matter because it liquefies and rolls yeah, over. Yeah. I know it's not going to do much, but uh, do what I can. I wonder if you could wind wall it. And it, it's like a certain excrement hitting a fan. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Graham, your turn. Uh, free actions yeah. uh, say to Rohan, I'm going to use the Ring of Ram. Do you want to say it this time? <laughs> I think you need to do it, Graham. <laughs> okay. Put your hand in mine, Rohan. <laughs> <laughs> we do it together. So Power of friendship. <laughs> 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 That's when Graham became a magical girl. <clears throat> All right, so it's a ranged attack. First off, okay. First, that's a hit, and I'll do a 
Sorry, three charges. Okay. So first off, or second off, mm. it deals uh, 3d6 damage. Oh, what a wonderful roll. Mm. It's like my <laughs> magic missiles. Mm-hmm. And then it's a opposed strength for the bull rush effect. Okay. This is, is it going to do damage when you knock it back into I don't Fenrith? Know. Uh, I, I can't remember what happens if something's bull rushed into your area. Giant sea. Okay, go acid. ahead and roll your roll the strength of your ring, and it counts as large. Okay. Should I add something for that? Plus four is usually what yeah. You. So it'd be a seventeen then. Yeah, you won. So what does it do? Okay, so for pushes him back how far? Uh, I think I have to have bull rush up to figure that out. Oh, okay. It works like that's right. Yeah. I thought it was within the ring itself. Okay, so, push him back five feet, an additional five feet for each five points by which your check result is greater than the defender's check. All right, so you won, so you push him back five, and then five additional for each five. So you push him back five, and then, since you beat him by... And the defender gets plus four if it's considered exceptionally stable. I don't know if you'd consider an ooze that or not. Uh, you also get a plus two if you were charging. This is the ring of ram. Mm-hmm. Is it considered <laughs> to be charging? No. Oh. Back to here, and then you beat him by 15. Dang. They have no strength? Nope. Well, Am 10. I able to choose to get out of the way? Uh, yeah. Or you can try and stop it. Yeah. Would that give us an I'll attack opportunity? Okay, where do you want to move to? As I'll occupy its old spot, if that's The defender doable. provokes attacks of opportunity if he has moved. Yeah, it's just that these don't. I thought it was just because of how they were moving, whereas this is a involuntary move. Well, let me look at it and make sure. That's just what it said in Bull Rush, is that the, yeah. the loser would get one. Yeah, these things have a special thing. As it's being splattered at him, Fenris just turns sideways and says, Icky, and steps backwards. Ooh. Lifts up his skirt so it doesn't get on the hem. Yeah. Or he just kind of tilts his shield yeah, no. so it just slides okay. over the top. No, these never, yeah, it doesn't, you don't get It's one. like the uh, South Park Lava episode. I duck and cover and it yeah. just goes right up over me. <laughs> uh. All right, that's your turn, Graham. Um, that was an action, huh? Yeah, to use your I'll, ring. I'll put that wand away. Okay. <laughs> yes, I do. In fact, use my sword swallowing skills with the wand. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Sleight of hand? That's not slightly. You're actually doing it, uh-huh. right? Yeah, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be sleight yeah. of hand. What would it be? A perform? A perform would probably work on that. Yeah, because there's a chance that it might not even actually. I don't know. I think it'd be depending on how you do it, right? Are you disappearing it like up your sleeve and not actually swallowing it? That's a sleight of hand. If you are actually swallowing it, it's a perform. Okay, Fenrith, your turn. Let me have a fortitude save, please. Brands at no. Playing <laughs> a sword swallow in role playing game. <laughs> Join us, circus. <laughs> All right, your turn. All right, I will cast defensively. <laughs> And I will swap out my freedom of movement for a cure, uh, a cure critical wounds on Casimir. Okay. Oh, crap. Hold on. That was too many of them. Take away 29. Give me back 29 points of your healing. No, it's behind. Give it back. 
what do I need to roll to keep it? <laughs> <laughs> Can I spend a hero point to, for him to keep it? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to take a that positive energy back. And just, <laughs> All right, so we'll put that back. So you have 33 damage, so Casimir. All right. All right, and uh, yeah, I, I keep uh, forgetting whether or not this is possible. Since that was uh, one action, am I still able to take an attack action? Mm-mm. No. Okay, so I will uh, I'll tell Graham that we need... We need his cleric abilities up here. Mad hat. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that'll be it. Okay. If Fenrith tells you to take off your helmet to fix a problem, don't do it. You're going to get <laughs> shot in the head. <laughs> Probably by Rohan. <laughs> Probably. <clears throat> or grandma magic missile on accident. <laughs> you can't target your noggin, though, with magic missile. It's like a faulty rod. Um, I'm supposed to hold that steel to keep it from activating, but I can't help but gestures, and it's all like... It's like that one uh, <laughs> Taurus video where he's just shaking it. All right, so, um, yeah, you heal Casimir, and then uh, that brings us to this bubbling ooze's turn, and it will do two slams against you. Let's see, who does it have targeted? Fenrir. All right, two slams against you, Fenrith. Just like big tendrils solidify and slap out at you. These are the things that give us the tentacles that continue to beat us after it hits us. Yeah, I don't like these ones. So the fun ones, the ones that know how to have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) We should have some like Fenrith standoff healing and just see how many we can get on us. (laughs) Leave this one alive and... (laughs) That sounds like something we do in an RPG of some sort. <laughs> yeah, like I could see that being a tactic for like a boss fight in Final Fantasy Eleven or something, or yeah. fourteen, Where the tendrils like overcome its damage resistance more than anything you carry. So you yeah. farm up tendrils and then go fight, fight the boss. Or like uh, there's a healing crystal or something that it will target that you need to destroy so you can drop like the shield or hurt the boss type of thing. All right, 23 damage, resisted down to 13 for the first attack. And a lot of that slime remains um, coating your armor. And then the second one, 27, resisted down to 17, and even more slime remains coated to your armor. So let me get... (laughs) Did the tentacle hits pass it on too? Mm, No. No. Dang, that would... The whole world would be overrun if that. that that's like that one WoW virus where. Yeah. The... That's its turn. Brings us to you, Casimir, and I'll need a fortitude save, please. Mm, never find that when I need it. There we go. All right, your turn. All right, I will full attack this ooze. Uh, will minus five for my attack to add to my defense here. Okay. There's the first one. And here's the haste one. Misses, misses, and more misses. Rolling bad tonight. Well, you got a... I'm seeing a two hits and one miss. Am I not targeting it? You're targeting it. First attack was a 24. Second was a automatic miss. And the third was a 27. It's not giving me the... Uh, whatchamacallit then for it? The little hit symbol. Oh. Uh, all right. And so I guess, was it two hits? Two hits, yep. There's the first one. 
There's the second one. And then I'll five foot, and that's the end of my turn. All right. So, yeah, you slash and stab into this puddle of bubbling ooze and uh, then take a step back. And that brings us to this ooze giant who steps over here. Uh, Yeah, so he steps over there, and then you watch him, like, seem to take a large breath, even though they don't breathe. Fluid spread. And it spits a giant glob of ooze into its hand and then throws it. Gross. Um, He's targeting Rohan. Wise choice. (laughs) Man, fluid spread was one of the most... Tell uh, it to drop it. No. Like, drop it. <laughs> it's a gross. Like, like spooky abilities in 11. Was just Don't watching throw that go off spit. And, yeah, gross. Yeah. Be like the monkeys instead. I think I saw somebody do that to Chad in high school. It wasn't a loogie. It was a snot rocket, though. Oh. But they... They shot it at his leg, and it got on his leg. All right, Rohan. So this... Uh, that wasn't me, was it? <laughs> That seems like something I might have done. (laughs) This giant ball of ooze slams (laughs) into you and does 30 damage to you. Okay. And that'll bring us to um, Lasseri. She, her chanting ceases and she gives a soul piercing screech filled with agony and terror and uh, drops to her knees The green glow disappears uh, from around her and from around your rocks. You can see it sort of, these tendrils from the rocks, it it like makes its way back to her and then disappears. Um, You can see she's got some blood coming from her ears and uh, she's breathing very heavily. Um, Do a Rohan and Graham do a spot. Spot. All right. In the tower? Mm Mm-hmm. Here comes the gargantuan uh, zombie oh, rocks. My favorite. With human sentience. And ooze. Tentacle ooze. Mm. Right, Maybe reason. I should just ring of ram the old crone away. Just <laughs> ring of ram the ground and launch off into the sky. <laughs> what if I had two rings of ram and I point them at each other? <laughs> you blow your arms off? You couldn't fire you could both that, at the yeah. same time. <laughs> According you to would rules, end up with zero hands. Oh, I think there's a feat that lets you dual wield <laughs> yeah. wands, so you yep. need something like that. <laughs> okay, Graham and Rohan, you both, um, you're looking around after you hear her shriek and, and drop to her knees, and you just are seeing um, your rocks in the top two, the top two stables there. So that condition, whatever they had that was seemed to be burning away their feathers and skin, leaving a charred black behind, um, it had been progressing visibly while they were lit by that green glow. But as that glow disappears, you can see that it starts to progress even faster. And then, Rohan, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I'll target the ooze giant that's attacking me. And do one of my last haste volleys. That's why we need sense motive. Always need someone with sense motive. Yeah, that's true. All right. Rohan did 37 attacks. So hit, hit. <laughs> it should have been 
Five <laughs> critical threat. Well, then critical you did a hit. multi-attack with your mace. It looks like because you ran it. Yeah, yeah. Ignore the, <laughs> ignore the mace. One so you started shooting maces <laughs> instead. I clicked. Yeah, I clicked the wrong attack. That and was. Then you this critical is my haste attack. What is happening over there, Rohan? So <laughs> he's got that throw everything epic feat. <laughs> so yeah, it was a 30, 28, 44... 44 and then a 41 Graham's question about two ring of rings of ram pointed at each other got him <laughs> thinking well, what if I just shot heavy maces all right so roll uh damage let's um uh roll your damage uh the first three attacks I need to know if, if they were hits because those are the my last three fire arrows yeah they were okay so they're the ones with the fire damage and then the last two were just did those hit yeah. Okay. That's the normal. And then whichever Damn. arm lost the contest would be the one that gets blown off. That'd be the that'd be, it's the ultimate outcome right there, right? Like you'd have to tie the Okay. So yeah, all these arrows slam into this uh ooze giant and you can see, you know, some fire, some electricity zapping it and splattering ooze all over the place and uh it's clearly taking some damage and there's like a hole you can see right through it. It's not pulling itself back together as quickly as, as usual. That's good. But I'll also shout, uh, Graham looks like Fenrith needs help. <laughs> Graham, your turn. <laughs> there's all these. Yeah, I know. I'm on my way. Rohan, look that way. Slips knife into. <laughs> I'll tumble up to old Fenrith. You know, all you gotta do is take that five foot and see if you get flanking. <laughs> I thought I had a. There it is. I don't, are those tentacles? Do they? Do I? Can I provoke from them? No. Well, <laughs> just a little flourish as I come heal you then. Uh, and I'll put the obsidian wand right above, like right in his kidney in his back. Like I'll touch it right there. <laughs> and be like, you're lucky. I'll scream. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so let's try to use that. Use magic device. This is where I'll blow it up. Nope. Close. Uh -huh. And let's cure some critical wounds. So he'll do the cure critical healing and then the sneak attack damage from jabbing the wand into his kidney. Yeah. Well, you you know is... just as well as anybody else is that the icy chill you get from healing <laughs> is the same uh, <laughs> same feeling as you get when you stick the knife into the kidney. The acid causes the nerves to die and it feels cold. So I healed him for 19 points and that's it for me, Brandon. Okay. What we need to do is we need to convert Graham's damage into healing, and then he can just sneak attack us. That's an awesome idea. We got to figure is. out the class that does that. As all you, if you can cast spells, you can. Well, I if guess you can have cast spells. <laughs> yeah, I guess we could make our own. Yeah, as you, you got to be able to do it to oh. convert, uh, convert your damage into divine. Well, like, it'd be positive energy, not even hmm. divine. But there's still the problem that, I don't know, maybe put something to it. Because, like, you can pop from too much divine energy. <laughs> or uh, positive. But you feel so good doing it. Yeah, because that's, like, something that you got to worry about on the plane of positive energy is popping. 
So do you think that would be like overdosing from heroin? Uh, maybe you just feel like super good and yeah, like and you then said, you'd just you feel, feel too really good, good and doing bitter. it. Yeah, yeah, you'd feel really good up until it crosses that. Either that, or you feel like hypothermia because of the the way that healing is usually described. Except for yeah. in this game, I I don't know because like healing is pretty horrific. Yeah, bones yeah. and stuff snapping back well, into place. Well, what happens when they? It'd probably start feeling when good to a certain point. To. And then I think you start getting the temporary hit points in the positive energy plane. And so that'd probably start feeling like, uh, maybe like how channeling's described when they're over channeling. It's starting, uh, to, it's good, but it's starting to kind of not feel so good. Yep. <laughs> starting to hurt. Was, uh, I think, uh, I think the shadow plane would probably be the hypothermia one because it's slowly kind of leaching, leaching you. Okay. Fenrith, it's your turn. All Negative right. Energy plane. As I will I'll need a fortitude save, please. I will roll a fortitude save. <laughs> 28. Okay. All right, go ahead. And then I'll full attack this bubbling oozes. All right. All right, so we've got a hit, a miss, and two hits. So three hits. Go ahead and roll damage. All right, were, so yeah, you do some pretty severe damage to it. Criticals? Doesn't look like that. No. Okay. So it's, sorry, three hits? Yeah, I mean, that's normal damage, right? 3d6 plus 2d6. Yeah, plus 2d6. Where's the, is the second 2d6 a spell you got on you? No. It's supposed to be the fire. Yeah, his critical is 5d6 plus a d10. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, there is something a little fishy with your text there, because you, it, if you look at the number, it'll say... It says 3d6 plus 2p6, yeah, so but, something's... but my the actual damage shows 2d6 and then 1d6 fire. So I'm not sure why it's like well, that now. Uh, so the effects give you... Okay, 2d6 plus 6 from the effects. Being large. I wonder if it's because yeah. I'm holding down as I, I don't have it. I have it as push to talk for uh, Discord. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's because I'm holding that down, maybe. Yeah. No, now it seems to be going normal. What? Yeah. What is two P? Let me look at your... Don't hold shift while doing it, because then that happens. Mm, yeah. Uh, did it force a critical or something? Oh, nice. Yeah, force is know. a critical. All right. So. Hmm. I don't know. We'll That's do... really weird. But that P showed up again. Um, the two D six plus two G six. I don't know why that is. Plus D6 plus P10. Yeah, so that's not... Maybe this is where... Because you're holding uh, down. Fantasy Ground feigns its... uh, Or gains its sentience. Uh, You're just juicing. Fenrith is taking (laughs) steroids. He's doing some chemistry over there, just tweaking molecules at the end. <laughs> Look, it's the same as a D6, but it's, it's alchemy. A G. It's a it's G alchemy. and a P. <laughs> yeah, that's really, that's really strange. So. Well, yeah. so you should be doing, when you are when you have these buffs, 2D6, just normal, plus the 1D6 fire. Yeah, is that, that's what I would normally do, 2D6. Uh, plus seven, yeah, uh, and then plus and one d six. Yeah, okay. Well, actually, I don't think that this shows because I think it is plus thirteen for my strength. Um, 
because of the buffs that I have at yeah. this point. But normal, yeah, 2d6 plus 7. All right. Well, at any rate, uh, you do kill that thing. Yay. Now I'll command those tentacles to serve me. Oh, they're already... They decide prepared. they don't like you anymore and dissolve away. All right. So that's um, it, it for your turn. As I'll and then five foot if I can before mine ends. Tell Casimir to take the babies and run. The, is there uh, anything in here uh, north of the giant, Brandon? Uh, no. I mean, just supplies and stuff. You don't see any enemies in there. All right. Excellent. I will ready my wand of fireball. There's lots of flammable stuff there. <laughs> I don't think fireball does that, though, right? I would be fine with it doing it, but <laughs> no, no, it does. So yeah, it's combustible. It's combustible. I'm fine with it. Well, Penrith can always go behind with his water creation. Oh, I can create a lot too. <laughs> Caster level 17, create water from that signet. Oh ring. yeah, let's uh, nice target it first here. How many gallons is it? Ready. Mm-hmm. And five d six, and then. Goes up to 46 uses, and I'm done. Okay. Yeah, so you launch out a fireball from this, um, from your wand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that arts out and explodes and covers that giant in flames. Two gallons per level, so 34 gallons. <laughs> I don't really have a frame of reference, so my, my car's got a 12-gallon gas tank. I don't know what it looks like, though. <laughs> yeah. well, Fifty-gallon just... drum. Just upend, uh, I mean, like a gallon's a bit. <laughs> yeah. All right, Fenrith. This giant will um, swing at you with its gargantuan morning star. Full attack. So that would half fill a bathtub, apparently. Uh, the first two swings miss. Glance off your shield or your armor, but this last swing hits. And 36 damage resisted down to 26. And then it will take a little step this way. All right, Lissaria is down on her knees, clutching at her head, trying to catch her breath. And the damage is spreading faster on the rocks. And she says to you, Rohan, I must have your strength. And I'll say, then take it. All right, do a fortitude save. Is this her? Yeah. I mean, uh, she reaches out and, like, grabs your wrist. Is this uh, against trying to stop her from taking my energy, or is this uh, resisting whatever it does? Because um, if it's trying to resist her, then I would, um, you know, allow myself to fail it on purpose. But if it's resisting the effect of what she's doing, then... Yeah, it's resisting the effect. Okay. So, yeah, there's that. Okay. All right, so she reaches out and grabs your wrists, and you can feel a shock as a green light envelops her hand and arcs into you and envelops you. And you... <laughs> so you will take 15 points of damage as you can feel your, your very life force pulled from you into her. Okay. And uh, she stands up. And begins her chance again. And then it's your turn. I was thinking about uh, getting some vampiric type spells too. Good touch attack. Get some life back. So 
Does this give me any negative modifiers or anything on my attacks? Um, because I'll still be no trying to fire into this giant. It's the only thing the player cares about. <laughs> she drained my hit points. Was it a constitution oh, or a dex? Or sorry, a... the uh, fifty ammunition that I had is used up, and so now it won't let me attack until I reset it. <laughs> All right, just let Rohan enter some cheat codes here. Set ammunition. And the haste, not the mace, the haste. All right. So uh, three, hmm. four of your attacks hit. Okay. One of them misses. So regular bow attacks. I need to prepare a second uh, of those. That's pretty handy. Yeah. All right. So that last one, um, that last one does it. And it just melts into a puddle on the ground. Hooray for haste. Also, because I cast spells on you guys that were buffs, I consider all the damage that was done to be my damage. <laughs> goes on your DPS yeah. counter. Yeah. yeah, the extra haste and the fire damage. <laughs> so, uh, for the moment, there are no more enemies that you can see. Uh, Lasari is standing once again and uh, doing her chance, and quickly that green glow uh, begins to envelop her and spreads to the rocks again. And so you can see before your eyes that that um, effect that is happening with them slows down. It's still continuing, though, but it does slow. Guess uh, we should put out the fire if one formed. Yeah, one did form. Yeah, it might be a good idea to stack unburnt hay in front of the door in case more come through. Yeah. Maybe we could get Graham to ring of ram them back as they start to ooze their way underneath. Yeah. Well, I can't do it for long, though. So, yeah, I'll move over to wherever it's safe and close and start fighting that fire before we get smoked out of here. As I will go over and try to um, aid uh, whatever this swamp lady's name is with prayers from uh, Orlon Larathi. <laughs> this little fire guy. That's the fire that's burning. Yeah, that's where a fire started there. Okay. Dink. I like how the guy uh, that's resisting that's my fire. Minion. Hold on, that's my minion. I'll collect I'm him. I'm going to step on him. I'll collect him. <laughs> I'm stepping he, on he's him. He's never hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, so right now there's just a crate over there that's on, on fire. Okay. That's about it. But you can see that there's plenty of fuel for it if it starts to spread. As I'll and go then, and swallow it. <laughs> Uh, Fenrith, you go over here to do who? Uh, to try and aid in the spell casting with prayers from Coralon Larathi. Because that's what okay. she's missing, I'm I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Is it like counting when someone's trying to tally something? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you go over there and start to pray. Okay. So, um, uh, Lazarus doing her thing, and now... The green glows envelop the rocks, and it's slowing the spread of that effect, whatever it was or wherever it came from. And Casimir, uh, you're fighting that fire over there. It's just a small one. And Fenrith, you're over there praying, trying to um, help the situation by praying to Coralon. Mm -hmm. And then um, right now you're not seeing any new enemies. You know, you can tell that the storm still rages outside. Uh, from time to time, it seems the entire structure shakes a bit as a powerful gust of wind hits it. 
you can see the lightning through the skylights. Um, but right now, there's just the only thing going on is um, Lasseri doing her whatever it is that she's doing. Can I call Graham over and say, Graham, come lend your strength to saving the rocks? <laughs> As I'm bathed in a green glow that is slowly sapping my life force. No, I'd probably do that. <laughs> Jeez, sounds fun. Maybe I, I'll I'd just say Fenrith, but he's like almost dead. Maybe I'll just so. heal up Fenrith as he's being drained. <laughs> That'll be my contribution. <laughs> you very well could just uh, bip. Uh, what's her name? Lathlani? No, Lassari. that's Lasari. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, bad lighting. <laughs> uh. Daytime, nighttime. Mm-hmm. So what means are you using to fight this fire, Casimir? I'd probably just uh, use my cloak. Yeah, that'll smother do. Smother it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, in short order, you're able to get that put out. Um, but uh, do I want to? Yeah, I'll just put it out. I really am thinking about stacking some in front of that door. Like that. But I don't know. It didn't seem to be spreading too fast type of thing. Yeah, I'll just put it out. Okay. All right, so now Lasseri, um she lets out another shriek, but she doesn't fall to her knees, but you can see the strength of the glow wane for sure. Then she shouts, I need more strength. Must come from a willing. I'll tell her to use me. <laughs> All right, um, Fenrith, do a fortitude save. We're going to do one big drain of your hit points. Okay. Maybe not. All right. So Fenrith, this green glow, um, you know, a, a tendril of it shoots off of her and latches onto you. And you can feel your life force being pulled away, but um, it's just one damage for you. Is she uh, chaotic evil? Well, you don't know. Oh, if she did a damage, I sure as hell will. Because <laughs> that would trigger my... Uh... Yeah, your that spell? Yeah. <laughs> Um, as if I, uh, well, let me see if I can dispel it. Well, that's like some of those. Uh, What's the name of that again? Oh, no, I can't. Zealot pack. Uh, it says permanent until triggered and there's yeah. no option to dispel. <laughs> uh. uh, no, it doesn't. I mean, yeah, that okay. doesn't. Good. Cause trigger. then I would be forced to attack her <laughs> either until I the spell ends on. or, uh, um, until dead. Okay. So the pact remains dormant until the target successfully hits a until the target successfully hits a foe. So it'd be someone you hit, anyways. Okay. Oh, okay. not someone who hits I'll, you. I'll s- <laughs> but mind. but it's also that the target's alignment is exactly opposite that of the deity. So that would be lawful, lawful good or no, evil, sorry. not lawful. chaotic evil, right? Yeah. But yeah, anyway, no, that nothing like that happens. But some of your life force is drained away, and it gives her strength, and she stands up a little straighter and um, continues with her chanting in two voices. Graham, I'll, I'll continue to pray while I say this, because I'm going to copy sure. her now. But uh, Graham, come heal me and then lend your strength. <laughs> come here, Graham. Join the party, <laughs> Graham. <laughs> I always get the same order twice. You guys just got to wait for my action. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) 
Casimir, come heal Graham and then lend your strength. Well, yeah, I mean, what you, we're not doing the turn base right now. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll go up and heal old Fenrith. Do some clerican. Okay. See if we can shut down this one for the day. Doesn't look like it. Gotta keep on working. Mm. All right. Cure critical wounds. Is it like the uh, the last customers that come in right before <laughs> cro- closing time? <laughs> I gotta wipe down all of these damn tables. Do you want to get full up? Uh, maybe John? just one. Couple more. Yeah, one or two more. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's not a one. Just didn't work that time. I have to roll a one to turn it off for the day. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. so close. <laughs> is that using charges or is it just failing to activate? That's a good question. I think it just fails to activate. Uh, well, w- I mean, we're not going in a strict turn order, but we're we're sort of slow doing down. How much Grant. time slow do we down have? A bit. So, um, so you do that, and then Casimir, were you going to do anything? No. Okay. Um, you're watching the door, but our buffs might drop. So. Uh, Shield and haste and any of those might images and uh, displacement. I think I forget if I got that on. So I'm gonna cast my one level one wizard spell that I'm prepared of hold portal on the main entrance to the door. Mm. So that if anything tries to break through it, it's got an extra okay five added to the DC. All right, yeah, go ahead. That's good. So uh, haste will drop off. Do I got any idea what that spell is she's using to drain? Uh, uh yeah, you can do your um thing, spellcraft. There you go. All right. So, are we still able to act while being drained? Well, I mean, yeah, like okay. I have so far. Well, if, yeah. if I notice Graham struggling to activate the wand, then uh, <laughs> grab I grab it and dip yourself. Yeah, I could just uh, easy, uh, Fenrith. I've only like been can, struggling for twelve seconds. Do you want me to? You want me to give it a shot? No, you don't know how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, I got it. Nice. <laughs> the critical this requires activation. a fine hand. Um, so with your spellcraft, uh, you're able to determine that this spell is very, very much like vampiric touch, except for that there's some custom elements to it that you're able to detect that would okay. allow... Um, basically it allows, uh, the, what is taken to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Transferred. Yeah. It it allows the amount that is taken from the person to be controlled, Mm. uh, to be less than, than it normally would be. Um, and then... Okay, so yeah, haste falls off, and then Graham, you did some healing, and then she will... I've been looking into vampiric touch. All right, there we go. Okay. Pretty good spell. Yeah. So, um, she continues this casting, and as you watch this effect that they were under that was, um, you know, seemed to be burning away their feathers and charring their skin that nobody could make sense of, it continues its slow march in the storm, continues to rage outside. But as that uh, effect reaches um, like their, the front quarter of the rocks, uh, suddenly uh, it stops and she's still doing her chanting and she's standing strong and her voices are powerful 
And there's a bright flare that everybody needs to make a fortitude save. Oh, here comes the blindness. Am I going to have to hero point that? Uh, I'll risk it. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, it's very, (laughs) very bright, but you manage to, you know, shield your eyes in time and you don't lose your sight. But uh, then things just sort of start happening quickly. Uh, All of that progress that... uh, that, um, condition had made is suddenly reversed and goes back the other direction, leaving behind it um, feathers as there were before, as if no damage had taken place. But when that completes and the rocks are standing there no longer in pain, still enveloped in this green glow, um, that uh, it's sort of like a, a border of green color sweeping over it. And then it reverses and goes back the other way. Um, and then there's a flare and then lights out. And so there's just the methods by which you normally would see, which for all of you is, um, you know, you've got your glows and things and you can see and your rocks have quieted and um, they look normal. Um, Lassery slumps to the ground. She seems to be unconscious. I will um, perform a heel check. Fenrith, when you see that she drops and you step forward to examine her, you're overtaken by a vision. Um, and you are looking at the temple grounds from uh, overhead a bit, where uh, all of the villagers are still gathered and are still dancing and singing in their worship of Corallon, the uh, um, your Minotaur ally, Nazus, and the militia are in a heated battle against various ooze creatures that have broken through the barrier, and more assemble outside trying to push through. But uh, as you're watching, there's massive flare bursts forth from the sigil on the front of the temple and sweeps over seemingly all of the world. And uh, once once you can see again, after the brightness of it passes, you're looking down in the temple grounds and it is midday, and beautiful weather, and um, no more barrier and no more oozes in the sigil of Corallon still glows faintly. And then you are snapped out of your vision and find yourself back in the rock stables there. So in the blink of an eye, the rest of you can see light pouring in from the noon, you know, the midday sun through the skylights far up above. The morning sun is vanquished I a will, horrible night. Uh cry out in joy that uh, it's, it's over and Chloralon Lorathian lives again. Touch the healing wand to your shoulder. <laughs> uh, stop it. I'm, gi- I'm giving a speech. <laughs> okay. Um, Fenrith, do your heal check. You guys, I've got some bad news. Uh-oh, is she dead? <laughs> she didn't well, the make second, it. The second that he uh, decided to do a heal check, we knew she was going to be declared dead. Unfortunately, this swamp witch is dead. 
but she did give her life to a worthy cause, as uh, making the rocks ultra intelligent. We don't know what the effects are yet. Chances are they're good, but maybe not. Uh, they were uh, so smart before. You um, examine her, and you can tell that she is alive. But barely. Her pulse is very weak. Her breath is very shallow. Um, from your examination, you don't see any visible physical wounds. But you're unable to wake her the normal ways you'd wake someone. So I still have some strength damage, so I can't pick her up. But um, I'll ask Fenrith to, if he'll help me carry her to the, to the home and find her someplace comfortable to rest. Yeah, I can try and scoop her up how much does she weigh she's basically a twig probably yeah yeah she's very light i'll uh okay open the door and peek out once the sun starts shining through okay see if there's any uh thing out there yeah so light pours in and uh are you prodding me along now while i'm carrying this uh old swamp witch to the house graham (laughs) (laughs) yep into the map. I think he's changing lighting mm. sources. Light pours in uh, when Casimir opens the doors and uh, you look out on the yard um, and it is seeming it seems like the nicest day that you've ever seen in your life. Bright sunshine, cool ocean breeze. Um, there's definite evidence that a massive storm hit the island. I mean, there's like tree branches all over the place. Um, a couple of fishing boats uh, about 20 feet away from the door um, in multiple pieces. Uh, there's a... Let me do this. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. There is a um, enormous squid blocking the f- front door of the home of the heroes. Hmm. It's like you estimate that, you know, from the head to the end of the tentacles, it's 80 feet long. Something for the rocks to eat. Yeah. Um, and then what else do you see? Is it alive or is it? It doesn't seem to be. Okay. Call the oh, rocks. the top. They're probably the top under. of the, um, the top section of the lighthouse, whatever it's called, where you light the light, mm. that's gone. <laughs> now there's just a sheared off tower standing out there. Where am I going to sleep? They all sign <laughs> bad news roll, huh? <laughs> well, now you have And the then, yeah. from your angle, let's see, that's blocking the front door. No, that's all you can see from there. All right. So, yeah, I guess I'll uh, throw, them, throw the doors open the rest of the way and kind of start making my way actually out and looking around. All right. Careful, Casimir. Graham's coming for you. All right, Looks so we like can he's be charged at you with this one. <laughs> Done with this map here. Ah, man. Actually, I do need to uh, probably. Actually, Fenrith could do it if you want. Probably need to check the rocks. Yeah, as uh, I can try and check them as well, but I think I'm not sure who would be better between me or Rohan. I can do a heel check for him. Yeah, but like last time, it was kind of like a yeah. three-person job to get enough rolls out. Um, well, I mean, assist. yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, okay. So we're all on Infinite. They're going to inspect the rocks. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I guess I'll continue on my way then. Could I use a handle animal or a knowledge nature instead of a heal? Mm-hmm. Which would you prefer? Uh, probably handle animal. Okay. Handle animal. All right. So as you approach your rock, um, Tempest, um, you can tell immediately just by looking that she's fine. She looks pristine. There's no damage, but she does have an odd look as she regards you. And as you're, you're doing your handle animal, you know, doing all the things that you do to communicate with animals, you realize that it doesn't fit anymore. Mm. Okay. She's, she's looking at you with far too much intelligence for that to work. She, she, um, she's looking at you as if she's, you know, as smart as you. I'm wondering yeah. why the strange man is cooing at her. <laughs> yeah. Like as I'm making whatever motions I, I would normally do to soothe her, I'd probably be, you know, talking in a low calming voice. Kind of like how the eagle doesn't make that eagle screech. I like to think that rocks coo <laughs> instead of having a... Unless it's the eagle in Peacemaker, and then it does. <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, there are methods that you've used in the past where the rocks and you could communicate, especially when you're riding the rocks, there were ways that they would, you know, twitch certain feathers or move their wings just so that that worked as a form of communication. But, uh, but now as you're looking at her, um, is much different. She looks as though she might speak if she were able to. And the same is true for Fainero, um, Fenra. You can tell there's something different about her, like very different. Let's see. I wonder if, uh, I would have to be a, a following day thing then. As I do have the spell that lets me communicate through, uh, like telepathically with with uh, creatures, I believe of a certain intelligence. Though, yeah, I already used my speak with animals for the day. Uh, was it? I know that Finrith was going to bring uh, Lassari or whatever. Lassari, what is her name? Yeah, Lazari. Lazari, uh, over to the house. So I'll. Uh, cut up part of that squid to, so I can move it. Okay. And uh, I'll move that out of the way and then I'll start dragging uh, probably some tentacles over for the rocks. Yeah, I'll try and bring Tempest out of the the stables after I see how much it's cleared up outside. Okay. And kind of keep an eye on her movements, make sure that she's you know, done, see if she's moving in any kind of pain type of type of observing uh yeah no you see no signs of that whatsoever um and she follows as, I, you know i guess if because i couldn't explain it when the storm was going in detail because we had to sign most of it but yeah i guess i could explain many of the spells that seem to be going off <laughs> yeah i think that'll definitely be something that i'll be curious about yeah so was it i might pass you on the way back with a tentacle squid tentacle so how do the rocks look rohan so far they seem to be better than when we had to leave them before the storm there's no sign of the corruption anymore and they don't seem to be in pain hmm 
any of the spells that Lazary was casting, one of them possibly could bestow sentience. I'll uh, make some signs, or like, can you understand me? <laughs> I'll ask that first, and I'll sign it while I'm... Okay, you're asking... Uh, uh, Tempest. Rohan's Tempest, yeah. Uh, okay, so you say that to her, and she's looking down at you, and uh, um, at first she like nods her head, clearly, not just the normal dipping and bobbing that um, raptors do, but she clearly nods. Mm. Um, but then um, slowly, haltingly, she... Uh, her beak opens and she speaks. Yes. But, um, you know, like, like you would hear from like a, a raven or a, a parrot, it's, you can tell it's a bird saying it and they can't make all of the same motions, but they get the word out. Yeah. Mimicry. Yeah. But she, she clearly says yes. And you're healthy or at least healed. Uh, feel good. All right. Feel, feel good. Feel, feel good. Feel great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, so yeah. she does like a, you know, she spreads her wings wide and and does you know a little hop and you know you can feel the wind of it and she's you know massive up above you and it's a little frightening but um, you know Tempest was always the most showy of them uh, mm. and you know th that shines through here but then well. she dips her head down feel feel great then perhaps you guys. Or uh, you lot would rather hunt than have a dead squid brought to you. Uh, I, I like squid. <laughs> All right. So well, she stomps over and starts picking at it, you know, swallowing yeah. whole chunks at a time. Yeah, I'll uh, drop the tentacle that I was dragging and call into uh, Riven. You know, Riven, <laughs> food. I know yeah. you can understand me. <laughs> so um, from out here, you can't really see into the rock stables but um you hear a just a clatter <laughs> and uh riven comes bounding out slams into the like the edge of the door frame and comes running out and uh stops out there and looks at you says uh hello hello <laughs> and then goes to start eating you know which is in keeping with riven's personality uh riven is a lot like yourself in that um, matter of fact yeah uh, always pretty s simple and and blunt but uh so casimir as you as you're watching this and then, and it becomes pretty clear to you you know based off your previous spellcraft check what's happened here and it's a spell you 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 have read about not one that you could cast but one that you've read about that some certain people were able to cast um so uh, awaken is what mm. it's called um but uh you know basically it it it's a spell that gives an animal or in some cases you as you read even plants or trees mm. uh human like sentience so um so what this does for game effects, and I'll, I'll change the rocks character sheets, but it changes them actually to magical beasts. And uh, so we'll start with we'll start with you, Rohan. It gain, uh, Tempest gains 3d6 intelligence. If you want to roll it or I can roll it, it's up to you. Well, might as well give it a shot. I probably should have had you roll it. The spell that you cast is insanely powerful. Um, 
No, that that's actually like in <laughs> in game. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say <clears throat> yes. She's always had a reputation for being incredibly powerful. Uh, uh, so that brings Tempest's intelligence to ten, and Tempest also gains one d three charisma. If you want to roll that, it's one d three. Yeah, just because Tempest slash, is a pretty bird. Slash roll one d three. I don't know why. And you got a three? Yeah. So Tempest's charisma goes to 14. She's now much more charismatic than I am. Mm. Yeah, and all of us, I believe. She gains two hit die, and I'll uh, advance these later after the session. So roll 2d8 plus 7, or 8, 2d8 plus 8. Did you say 2d7 plus 8? Hang on a second. Well, most monsters are d8, I believe. Yeah, 2d8 plus 7. Okay. Or uh, actually, plus 14. That's pretty good. Okay. All right. So Magical Beast with 266 hit points. And I'll... I'll do the advancement with the hit die later. And that's Tempest. Now let's do Riven. So 3d6 for the intelligence for Riven. So Riven goes to 14 intelligence. 1d3 for charisma. And that's slash d3? Yeah. Slash roll. Slash roll 1d3. Okay, just like a... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So two. It's still weird that it... then. Shows a D6. Oh, that's what it is. But. Yeah. All right. Charisma up to 13. And then 2D8 plus 14. 2D8 plus 14. Oh, oh, oh. Come on. My rock is now literally twice as charismatic as I am. We'll <laughs> <laughs> have to have a place in the hero house and we'll put you out in the barn. <laughs> <laughs> he already was out in the barn, yeah, basically. Enough, yeah. Two, six, four. Is it 14 intelligence? I can teach her spells. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's go to Fainero. 3d6 for intelligence, John. Brings her to 15 intelligence. Uh, 1d3 for charisma. Does this mean that they could take uh, heroic classes? Or are they still stuck to their beast? Um, I don't know. I have to look at it. I think so. Because it would be kind of fun to push him into sorcerer i think that'd be a good one for him cleric if they had the wisdom um 2d8 plus 14 probably John. druid would probably be uh the uh more apt points. one nice grats thank you it kind of fits with the rock matching its character all right and then we'll go to gyre 3d6 for intelligence yeah rocks naturally have a 13 wisdom so yeah, they could be a damn man. Clerk. Your yeah, rock is gonna seventeen be... intelligence is smarter than all, <laughs> than <Yeah>. all of us. <laughs> I, mean, I think I'm the only one with higher than Looks that. Looks like uh, nah. What is yours? 18. Tempest you said. Tempest was a uh, ten. Oh, was uh, well. Graham's One rock three. is now the leader of the group. No, for charisma. No way, man. <laughs> we, I, me and Justin, both got higher. Uh, and two D eight plus fourteen. What do you have for your intelligence? 18. 18. 
Oh. So it's me and Rohan, and then, then you take the orders from the, the from the burn. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those. Uh, so how does a dog become third in in line from like a president or something? There was some show I swear like where like a horse or a dog or a bird was actually in line for some sort of leadership role. Mm. I know what was his name. Ah, oh, dang. Uh, wasn't Nero? It was uh, maybe it wasn't Nero. Had his horse and as a senator, or at least that was one of the things. Okay, Caligula, not Nero. Oh. All right. So um, now, um, you know, Casimir can explains what's happened to your rocks, but they all look healthy and fine, and they come out and they quick. They make very quick work of the squid that was lying in front of the front door. And then you take uh Lassari inside and find a place for her to lay down. When you go in, if you remember the layout of the house, um, the side up against the edge of the cliff that looks out over the ocean, um, that had the thick glass window that the crow, the Ravens were uh, crashing into in the beginning. And that's been shattered. And there is a, um, um, uh, uh, what's the a small whale is in the living room? Uh, Calls around. I feel like we should replace that window with something a little sturdier. Blade barrier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A beluga. <laughs> so, um, but it's still alive. But it's laying there, sort of in the living room and oh. kitchen <laughs> area. The rocks are probably still hungry. It, well, Casimir, you do have a trident that should be good for spearing that thing. Yeah, but I think Graham is probably itching to coup de gras yeah. something. Yeah, Graham, you want to go and stab a whale a couple dozen times? No. <laughs> Dude, we can't do that in the house. Yeah. We gotta <laughs> the sea of blood outside. that would wash over. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, let's uh, drag it, see if we can move it move it out to the uh, the rocks, or at least get it close enough so they can grab it. Uh, maybe if we could get some ropes around it, we can attach it to one of their harnesses. Have them drag it out? Yeah, yeah. have them help us drag it out. The only way it's getting out is through the way it came in. That's the only opening big enough to get this thing out. All right, so we're pushing it off the out the window then? All right. Cross all the broken glass and... Oh much is it a baby beluga or is it a full-size one yeah it's it's a it's an adult oh let's see uh two thousand four hundred pounds to three point five can you bull rush it with your ring <laughs> i might push be able to five feet push of... that no yeah problem. you guys should be able to work together and push it out um I don't hurt animals. So what does is does it just go I to the sheer cliff push outside? Or drag three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the only issue is that the window didn't go to the floor. Mm. There is still a wall that's like three feet tall. So there's like a lip, and this thing came through the window and didn't do any damage yeah. to that lip. All right. So uh, if we just get it how close much enough, can the you lift off the ground, on it. Casimir? Oh, where is that? Is that under abilities? Uh, inventory. Inventory. Because I can do 1,200. Lift off. Uh, I can do 1040. Okay. Uh, Graham and Rowan. Are you still under the effect of your enlarged spell, though? No, that's no, I'm not. Okay. 
the rocks have a 34 strength. The the problem is, is if that's a sheer cliff on the other side or not. Oh. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a sheer cliff. All right. So, yeah, that won't work. Well, you know, one of them could easily be, you know, on the on the roof and would still be able to reach it if you got it close to the window. But the question then becomes, do you think the roof would hold the weight of the rock? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> None of you are engineers, but it probably wouldn't. What is it? So we need about a thousand more pounds? Is that what we need? Well, so the, the liftoff that I have right now is based off my 15 strength. If I need to, my spells will get me up to a 29, which then would give me my... a, a 2,800 uh, liftoff ground. I wonder if my lift off ground is wrong. How much are you saying you can lift off the ground? 1,200 right now. As if I use my spells, I could go 2,800. And you only got a 15 strength? Mine must be off because I got a 22. So let's go looking. Do you have a restore spell? (sighs) Lift off is just double your heavy load. Uh, Yeah, I I do. Would you mind hitting me with it? I still have two strength damage and that could help a bit right all right 2.5 all right what do i got 22 that didn't work yeah man like a 22 strength uh heavy load is 520 it's 347 to 520 and uh lift off ground is double that so i don't know how you're getting maybe you add in an extra zero should auto calculate though, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. At my full strength, I should be able to lift two hundred and sixty pounds. All right. So you guys are there trying to figure this out, like looking at this whale and uh, trying to gauge who can lift how much. <laughs> and uh, Fullwin <laughs> comes in the door. Fenris really boasting. Now, Fulwyn had taken some severe damage, and so his face is hideously scarred, and he's missing an eye, but it's been bandaged now. And his coat's been torn, but he's still standing upright and has that serious look that he always has. And he comes in, and he sees the state of the place, and the whale especially, and he says, Oh, no, this will never do. (laughs) Um, Please, allow me to handle this. Uh, uh, and then he sort of stops as he tries to guess how he's going to handle it, but he's still trying to do his job, but you can tell that he's, um, you know, he's pretty hurt and tired. I think a pulley system might have to be in order, <laughs> lift it up, swing it out and just let go. <laughs> or yeah, we could still cut it up and <laughs> that's a lot of blood inside it, the house. It is a lot of blood, but maybe we could channel it away from the finer parts of the house most likely not today (laughs) yeah let's just build a new house (laughs) good job graham (laughs) um also are are we suspicious of full wind or i will uh can i will heal full wind now that i know i probably won't need some of these uh spell slots full wind what exactly happened um so he opens his mouth to uh, to answer, and he's like rudely, not rudely, that's the bad word, like very roughly shoved aside by... Um, I thought Fenrith was just going to put his hand in his mouth to heal. <laughs> by, no, by Tempest. Oh, okay. She's pushing her head 
through the doorway. Uh, basically, just her beak manages to get through. But you know, you know, sometimes animals don't know their own strength, and clearly she didn't mean to hurt him. But <laughs> you know, but he goes flying into the further into the living room where and and falls down. But she. She like turns her head so that her eyes peeking through. She says, I thought I s- smelled. Give that. <laughs> we can't fit it out the door, Tempest. Delicious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you say we can't fit it out the door. And then so she backs off and you can hear the um, unmistakable whoosh of her wings as she leaps off the ground. So uh, full when he picks himself up. And uh, he mutters under his breath. He can't hear quite what he says, but he sort of straightens his tattered coat. Says, uh, "What do you mean, sir?" The night you came rushing into, uh, or earlier this morning when you came rushing into the the barrier, what exactly happened before that caused you to come running like that? Uh, so at this point, uh, he opens his mouth to answer, and that's when he notices um, Lasseri, and he's like. Foul old woman, she did this to me. I saw the light coming from the barn, and I went to investigate, and she shrieked at me. She was clearly harming the rocks, so I rushed forward to stop her. There was a green flash, and uh, it felt to me like all of my life was drained away. uh, Hanging on barely by a thread, I knew as long as I had breath, I had to Mm -hmm. find you and warn you. Mm. It's just a misunderstanding. Well, perhaps. It might not have been a misunderstanding. She might have attacked him in a fashion. She needed his power. Exactly. Uh, Full one. She was, in fact, helping the rocks. But thank you for your message, because you drove us to action and got us to come here. So You're lucky. I thought for sure we were going to have to kill you. I couldn't think of any reason why we wouldn't. You came up with the one reason. You could always sense motive and <laughs> see but, if he's lo- But sir, she was, and then his, his words are drowned out. You hear this cacophonous crunching and cracking and crashing and scraping. And you look behind you at the window and um, Tempest is perched out there and she grabbed onto the lip of the wall and her talons tore through it completely and they're stuck into the ground and she's at an odd angle sort of uh um, angled backwards but she's looking and uh she seems to be using her wings to hold herself on the wall of the cliff below her but she says bring it over here i'll take care of it i'll take i'll take all right I'll, i'll take put your shoulders into it boys before she wrecks the house i'll take yeah i'll help push but say as we're going i guess that was one way we could have done it is just cut out the lip of the window uh, after we we push this house. over i'm gonna um use convert two level two spell slots into the uh cure moderate wounds for full win so 21 and 23 back to him yeah that's way too much the first one <laughs> Brings him to full <laughs> pops on, um, but you know, in his case, what it, the effect it has like heals his wounds, um, but not like the scarring that had already taken place. But uh, I mean, just in in his case, not being strong like you, um, the shock of the healing is a bit much for him, and he passes out to, uh, there on the floor. 
So he's snoozing away, and uh, you guys are pushing. I'm not going to do any rolls for it. Let's say you manage to push the whale close enough that uh, Tempest can reach in, hook it in the face with the, her talon, and pulls it out. And, you know, she does a powerful leap away and drops out of sight. And then a few moments later, you see her gaining altitude and um, taking a wide turn to come back to the yard to share share the well with uh with her friends so i will advance their their sheets with the two hit die and um then we might need to talk about what that means if they if they gain any skill anything that you'll need to make choices on so we'll talk about that um but uh that's um the end of the danger the end of the storm so we'll um Call it good there, but you guys will reach level 14. Hmm. Nice. And so yes. you can spend the rest nice. of the time leveling up, and I'll just oh, sort wait. of yammer on a bit about hmm. what takes place next, um, just based on what's going on in the village and what'll have to happen after this storm. Repairs will need to be made. And so um, between now and the next session will be uh, about a week will pass. So you'll need to consider what you'd be doing in that time so I can plan for it. But Graham, you have a book that you feel an impossible to resist compulsion yeah. to finish Fair reading. Reading. So, mm. um, so that for sure you'll be doing. I already made the rolls and you failed to resist it. <laughs> now, during this week, as you're doing whatever it is that you would do, uh, it's some re- period of rest while the home is being repaired. Um, Graham, you have a vision overtake you. Uh, once again, you find yourself disembodied, but um, sinking deep beneath the ocean. And you feel like you're traveling to the southwest or southeast away from the island. Though you can't be sure. But as you go, um, the ocean just gets deeper and deeper at a very steady pace until you figure you're about 200 miles away from the island of Cradle. And then the ground disappears in a drop that seems endless to you. Um, There's a shelf and then just nothing but black water. And somehow... No matter how low you go, you still can see. And as you go down, searching for the bottom, uh, you don't know how long, but it feels like for weeks you swim down until you finally reach some solid ground down there where you see the remnants of a destroyed but somewhat intact ancient temple of unimaginably huge proportions. This look like the one, uh, didn't I see something like this in the first vision I had? Mm-hmm. This temple? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since in this season. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you're down here looking at this temple and eventually, uh, and you know, it's, there's a um, surprising amount of life down here. Creatures that you wouldn't even be able to put to word that you didn't recognize. And, uh. Finally, you push forward towards that temple and find an opening where you can go down further and you 
twist and turn through a confusing warren of corridors and tunnels, some natural and some carved, and some, you know, sized for people like you and some sized for impossibly large creatures. And you pass uh, mural after mural, pillar after pillar, covered in intricate carvings and artwork, scroll work, runes. And then finally, when you feel certain you've reached the exact heart of whatever this used to be, you look down at a square cut hole in the ground with a large gate over it, a grate uh, held in the middle by black and purple chains. And you can see, looking at that gate, that there's a constant, steady force being exerted against it, trying to break through. But so far, the gate holds and has held for seemingly eons, as far as you can tell. But it seems as if the strength of the chains are fading. And as you look at those chains, you realize those chains are the lightning bolts that you saw in that magical storm. They look the exact same. It's like they're made out of the same thing. And there's a tendril attached to the chain that leads off to further to the southwest. It's not very large, but it leads off to the southwest and out of sight. It is not hampered by walls or obstructions. It seems to go in a straight line that direction. And you can tell by looking at it that that tendril is sapping the strength from these chains. So as you stare at that and try to make sense of it, wondering what what it means or what's going on, you catch the briefest glimpse of something through the bars of that massive gate. Something huge and alien with tentacles, teeth, eyes, something that shouldn't exist, uh, something so revolting that it causes you to flee in utter terror. And then you wake, drenched in sweat on your bed, but the the memory remains of everything that you saw. It's not like other dreams that fade away slowly. You distinctly remember exactly what you saw. And what that was on the other side of the gate, you can't even begin to imagine or box it in with the words that you have available to you, but you do have the absolute unshakable understanding that it is the most wrong thing you've ever seen. Hmm. And it must not be set free. So you have that vision and then you guys can go ahead and finish leveling yourselves up and that'll be it for this, uh, for this week. Cool. Awesome, Thanks, man. man. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. All righty. I got a couple spells for fifth. Yeah. This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.